0: Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Can you believe we are at episode 56? This is not a magical number or anything. I'm just so thankful to you for listening and being a part of this community with the Market Beautifully podcast. Okay, so I went live to go over the four questions you need to ask yourself if you run a business and how to analyze your answers to those four questions so that you can systemize, automate, and outsource for the entire year in your business. It is magic, let me tell you, it's the magical method. This lays out the entire blueprint that you can basically copy and paste for yourself. Cool? Okay, let's dive in. We're going over the four questions you have to ask yourself as a business owner and how to use those answers to systemize, automate, and outsource your business to meet your revenue goals. I just discovered this new system yesterday. I'm kind of obsessed with it, to be honest this is what I want to start out with and I'm super excited about this. Okay. So what is your dream? Like not only just your dream revenue, and I would love to hear what your dream revenue is too. Hey, rebel union, Amanda, Emily. Okay. Drop what your dream revenue is and also just your dream for your business in general so what dream do you have for your business an example of this while you're putting in your dream revenue numbers in the comments uh this could be i want to make one hundred thousand dollars this year hey joy i want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year and i want 50 percent of my business income by the end of 2018 to be completely passive right okay so that's your dream revenue goal and that's your dream for your business What is your dream revenue goal and what is your dream for your business? That's what I want to know. Uh, So put in the comments below. Joy says that her dream revenue is 1K a month. Fantastic. Awesome. So now that we've established that Joy wants to make $1,000 a month, I think that is a fantastic goal. Joy, do you feel like you deserve $1,000 a month? I think this is something to ask ourselves, right? Because for me, you know, my uh, dream revenue this year is $500,000. And I had to ask myself, do I feel like I deserve $500,000? Um, and then also, do I, whenever you say your dream out loud, like Emily, Emily Smith Photography, $200,000 this year from my business. 50,000 of that to be passive or semi-passive. I love it. Okay, so that's Emily's goal. So Emily's gonna ask herself, does she feel like she deserves it? Or whenever she says it out loud, does she feel like she has to defend that why she deserves $200,000? I think that's the first kind of hump we have to go over. Is like, are we justifying our dreams? That is super important because um, when I first said my number of half a million, I thought, do I deserve half a million dollars? Like, you know, there was just this something inside of me. It was like, maybe I don't deserve uh, $500,000. So I think... Um, a lot of you are really good with this and you do feel like you deserve that. But I have been in the DMs on Instagram with some of you as well that definitely have money mindset issues. And I'm getting over money mindset issues as well. You know, you hop over the $1,000 a month like Joy. And Joy says, Yes, I think I do deserve it. Because, yeah, you do, Joy. And then once you get 1K a month, you might go to 20K a month. And you might think, Oh, that's where the money mindset issue is. Um, but I just want to. Clear out the water here whenever you do, say, your dream revenue and your dream goal for your business. Uh, make sure that you don't have to defend, justify, or you feel like you deserve it, right? Awesome. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Okay, so now I want you to say, okay, how will you get far where you are at right now? So, Joy and Emily, um, if you stay where you're at right now, then how will you get to that um How will you get to that number? You can't, right? So what do we have to do to get you to that number? You have to have a plan, and then you have to execute on your plan, which is, awesome so that's where we get into the four questions so the four questions are super basic they're not earth shattering at all but they are so freaking important and it is crazy when you put this on paper so if you are like right now at your desk or somewhere that you can kind of pull out a piece of paper i'd love for you to do this with me so um i'm not sure where you guys are at right now you may be randomly at the doctor's office If you are totally fine maybe do it in your head but uh, pull out a piece of paper and then answer first question get really clear on what do I sell I know I know you know what you sell right but um, I want you to get super clear on what do you sell Emily says I want to shoot 20 weddings post 104 blog post two times a week fantastic and 52 YouTube videos one time a week also launch hey Celia uh, also launched my photography course by the end of quarter two fantastic see Emily is so clear and I just I just want to say Emily is a profit planner in the 90-day profit lounge and I love Emily because she is a go-getter and she has her quarterly plan ready and we're conquering quarters together so I love that first question is what do I sell so I would love for you guys to comment below super clearly what do you sell Um, are you a graphic designer that only offers two types of logo packages like tell me what that is like Emily Emily sells well by the end of quarter two she's gonna have a photography course she's gonna shoot weddings and then she might have a passive income product those are the three different categories of what Emily sells so what do you sell like let me know um, in the comments what it is that you are actually making money from I think it is super important to get clear on this of what you're making money from because sometimes we get so distracted with everything and I'm talking about like um, for instance last year I got so distracted on keeping up with my blog and I, I just had this imaginary number in my head that I had to keep up with it but None of my blog posts were actually leading in my products that were making me money. None of, none of my actions were actually leading to the things that were making me money. So I was doing things that were not productive. And so I think it's important to just answer question one. Celia is service based brand and website design two to three packages for each cool so then Celia would write down on this answer each of those packages listed out specifically what she is selling that way she knows for sure these are the things that i'm leading people to like this is my end goal for every single action that i have on my if you use asana you have on your asana task calendar this is what i'm leading people to this is my main focus okay cool um and i know this is such a basic question again but it's so easy to get distracted by leading people to things that do not make you money in the long run. Okay, Basil and Bark, graphic design specifically for content marketing pieces and social media templates and working on a design course to teach optimized template design. Perfect. So Basil and Bark is super clear on what is making her money and her specific services and products that are actually making money so she knows exactly what to lead people to. So if Basil and Bark started something or was on a task that actually didn't, lead to what was making her money she would know to nix it to go yeah that's nah, cool okay joy said this is where I legitimately struggle because I'm only making affiliate income I'm planning to po- podcast to launch a podcast in March awesome joy okay cool so um, that course sounds great lots of people need it oh yeah and basil and bark is awesome by the way you should totally look her up on Instagram and follow her we actually use the same logo designer just like white creative she does hand lettering so um, just a little side note there okay joy so this is where you would analyze this question and say okay yeah I'm only making affiliate income that might be okay that might mean okay how am I making affiliate income I need to really push through but if you're starting your podcast, um, sometimes podcasts take a while to really uh, just, you know, go crazy, right? Um, It took a few months for my podcast to really have a solid following, and I already had a following before I started a podcast. So sometimes that's tough, right? And um, so for you, whenever you're creating your quarter plans, you'd have to account for that. Because for me, like, I made the mistake of thinking, oh, I have a podcast, I'm gonna make this X amount of money, I'm gonna have this X amount of followers. That wasn't true at all. It took a while and a lot of hard work to really gain that solid following. And the loyal listeners that I have now, which I so deeply love, all of my Market Beautifully podcast listeners, kind of obsessed with them, no big deal. Um, But joy, that's where you can look at your what do I sell and say, what else can I sell? If affiliate income is not gonna map uh, out to my 1k a month goal then what can I sell so that might mean that you create an ebook joy or something little that kind of dips your foot in the passive income market or a program or maybe joy you can offer a service um, it just it all depends on what you're super passionate about what your zone of genius is, and then branch off from there there are so many cool things that you create so you could spend the uh, until the end of January creating that and then re-answer this question at the beginning of February and map out a whole awesome plan So um, that's my advice there. So now we're gonna move to question two. Okay, you ready? I want you to answer this question too in the comments. So get ready to answer this How will I connect and build a community? So this is where you are going to be Really figuring out where your community building places are. Okay, um, by the way, I guess I should be answering these while um, y'all are answering these. So first I'll answer my question, what do I sell? I'm really only focusing 2018 on Hey Marie, On 90 Day Profit Lounge, of course, you have all heard about the 90 Day Profit Lounge, which is the membership site. I have amazing beta testers that have already gone through it, and now we are just waiting on the programmer. So that is one thing that I'm focused on. I'm also focused on coaching. I do a lot of profit planning with amazing female entrepreneurs where we really just dive into their quarters. We plan their whole entire business so that every month they are making not only a profit, but meeting those revenue goals and just coaching marketing strategies all of that awesome stuff um, so coaching and then the courses through the market beautifully Academy so those are the three things that I'm really focused on on what do I sell awesome okay so now how will I connect where is your community where are you really focusing on building a community and this is isn't just like oh Instagram like no I want you to get super specific here hey Malene like for instance so for me how will I connect with my community in 2018? I put Instagram stories. So I got super specific. I didn't just say Instagram. I said, no, I'm going to use Instagram stories to connect with my community. And notice I didn't put Instagram posting because to be honest, I know that I'm not going to be as consistent with posting on Instagram, and I know that I'm going to be consistent with posting on Instagram stories, so I know that's like where people hang out on Instagram more often than not anyways, and so that's how specific I got. My other community builder was Instagram Live and Facebook Live because I so enjoy, that is my favorite part of the day whenever I can go live like this. And then my Facebook group, my two Facebook groups, uh, the 90 Day Profit Lounge member Facebook group, which is paid exclusive. And then also my Market Beautifully community Facebook group, which you can join at marketbeautifully.com slash community. So those are the only community builders that I'm focused on in 2018, that is it. Which is honestly not a lot, and I know that. Um, but I think that it'll be worth it to really just refine my focus and scale back and make sure that the community builders that I'm focusing on are actually building community and I'm going deep instead of wide. I think that's an important concept just whenever you're planning out your year in general is going deep into one thing instead of having just such a wide focus on everything. And that's something I've definitely fallen victim to for sure. Cilia, LinkedIn, status updates post. Awesome. Okay, so Cilia's main community builder is just LinkedIn. Celia, is there any other community builders that you are going to be working on on 2018? We could like list out all the community builders whenever you're answering question two. I think LinkedIn is very important. Now that you've figured out what your community builders are, um, and the reason why we really need to figure this out is because I think every business needs to have a community or just some some type of following right you want to make sure that you have a following that is ready to buy whatever you put out and that you are willing to serve like your community is not only great for market research and paying for your products but also your community is so great because you get to serve them in the best way possible and if you don't have a community that you can really serve um it makes it a lot more complicated Okay, so Celia says potentially Facebook, but mostly LinkedIn, as that will be the biggest ROI. Perfect. So Celia knows, uh, knows that she'll probably dabble in Facebook, but her big focus is LinkedIn. So she's going to pour her heart and soul into that in 2018. That is so great. So great awesome okay so now that we've answered question 2 which is how will I connect what is my community builders now I'm going to answer question 3 which is what type of content will I put out so there's the content trifecta which is audio video written what type of content will you put out I think that everybody every single business needs to act as a media company. I am so passionate about this. I think, okay, for instance, Courtney, she does digital art prints and she also does like custom artwork and all of that stuff. So Courtney art on Instagram, that's what she does. And so Courtney um, could start, let's say Courtney could start a blog or Courtney could start a YouTube channel. Courtney's trying to start a podcast, right? She would pick, does she like audio, video or written? And then she would become a media company. So she would figure out her target audience. What does her target audience wanna know? What would they find entertaining? What would they find educational? And then she's gonna create content for that every single week. And the reason why I think this is important and an important question to answer is because if we act like a media company, people are going to come to us. When I ran a primary, primarily service-based business, the digital agency I created um, last year, and well, the past three years but it really became an agency last year I never once had to actually go and search for clients because I was a media company I had a podcast I had a blog I had people that were searching for me I never had to go pitch myself in a Facebook group ever ever and the reason why was because I actually put out content and I had a following based on the valuable content I was putting out I cannot stress that enough it is it just makes running a business so easy when you don't have to go and search for clients or search for customers now are you going to have to like get down dirty and hustle sometimes of course you are of course um and you know, I, it just depends, like, do you like creating content or do you not? Would you rather go network and be in Facebook groups? You know, there are definitely like pros and cons, but I I really suggest you um, treat your business like a media company. So what types of consistent content are you gonna be putting out in 2018? Are, I, so for instance, Emily, girl, this is golden, I can feel a passion. Thank you, I get a little passionate about marketing. <laughs> um, so Emily, Emily has a blog, which she uses uh, for you know photography clients, and I believe she displays her their pictures. But then she also has a YouTube channel, which, by the way, she just reached over 150 subscribers, and she started it pretty recently. So, collapse for Emily, right? So, Emily is a video person. She loves, loves video. She feels comfortable on video, or she's getting more comfortable on video. And YouTube channel, that's what she would put down here. So, what content is she going to focus on a YouTube channel and then possibly her blog too I'm not sure um, so that's what what her answer would be to the question so Melanie hey Melanie what uh, are you putting out what is your uh, type of content that you're putting out plan to put on almost daily Instagram posts and I'm working on building a YouTube channel that was Courtney awesome what my answer to that question was is podcast blog and YouTube I'm doing all three and the reason why is because I have someone, thank you Maddie, behind the scenes that is really helping me out here and making it easy for me to do all three but I'm putting a major focus on the podcast so I actually have a star by podcast uh, because that's the one that I'm really really focusing on because my target audience listens to podcasts and also I just the process of running a podcast is my absolute favorite thing ever i love it so um that's what i'm really focusing on blogging um i'm gonna be putting out blogs two times a week or no not two times a week um two times a month (laughs) i think i would go crazy if i put a blog out two times a week i could not do that, Uh, but two times a month, I can do. And so that is my goal for that, starting in March. And then YouTube, uh, thanks to Maddie again, she is basically scheduling all my videos on my YouTube channel, and she's managing that whole entire channel for me. And then randomly, sporadically, I'm gonna be posting videos for the Entrepreneur Expansion Series there. But YouTube is majorly to house videos. And some of those videos have actually picked up on the YouTube search engine, and it's actually helped me gain more Instagram followers and audience, which is great. Uh, But right now, even though I know I could be doing better on YouTube, I'm still putting more focus on the podcast because I know that's where my heart is. And I know, um, you know, you only have so much time and energy, but I am doing all three. So that is my answer to that question awesome okay so now the fourth question promise where this is the last question so the fourth question that I want you to answer is how are you going to get your traffic this year for 2018 that's going to lead back to what do you sell which is the answer to the first question so what are your big traffic drivers get like super clear on this okay so what are your big traffic drivers Um, And I would like you to answer that so anyone listening on Facebook and Instagram Please comment what your big traffic drivers are this year and that could just be Facebook ads that could just be Instagram story ads but like for instance for me my big traffic drivers for 2018 are Instagram live Facebook live Instagram stories Instagram post Facebook page Facebook group Pinterest YouTube channel and ads Those are my big traffic drivers. Yeah, that's a lot of traffic drivers, right? Pinterest is definitely a big one, says Melanie. Yeah, oh yeah. And you know what's awesome about Pinterest is that you can easily automate pretty much the whole process. Um, Ours is SEO marketing. Fantastic, that is so good. Yes, SEO marketing is an awesome uh, traffic driver. Is it lame to say it's paid Facebook and Instagram ads? I oh, Pinterest for sure. No, that is not lame because that is on my list too, Emily. Um, I'm definitely using a lot of paid Facebook ads and Instagram ads this year. Um so that is definitely on my radar as well. Um Celia says LinkedIn status updates and LinkedIn email is going to be her biggest traffic driver. That is fantastic. Awesome. So you guys are pretty clear on your traffic drivers and I love that. So I would say get super specific and list out literally every single traffic driver you want to focus on this year. Okay, now we have our answers to these four questions and this was kind of the dull part, honestly, because this is kind of ish common sense, but it's really good to just get it on paper anyways. Emily says trying to grow organic traffic as well. Oh, yes, for sure. I am in that same boat as well. I'm trying to, you know, everyone can keep trying to grow their organic traffic. Um, we also do affiliate marketing. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then affiliate marketing. Um, and I know you kind of hopped on late, but that would be an answer to the first question, which is what do I sell and how do I make money? So then that would go into that category. Okay, so now we have answers for all four questions, all four categories. Now we have to know how to actually analyze these uh, answers. That way we can systemize, automate, and outsource in our business. Okay, so this is a huge one. Awesome. Okay, so first of all, I'm gonna move this keyboard because I feel like I'm gonna be talking with my hands more. At this point okay so first of all um we need to look at the answers on and I mean I'm going through like literally everything so we're gonna have like three letters that we're gonna have so s for systemize a for automate and then o for outsource right so and this is kind of an extensive process so I'm not gonna go through literally everything but this is just something like keep in mind whenever you are going through your answers Emily says, question, have you noticed better conversion on Instagram story ads or regular Instagram post ads? Emily, so because um, I am not leading anyone down a funnel currently, um, so I'm not running Instagram story ads, and I haven't yet. Um, I'm waiting to experiment with that when um, my webinar launches for the 90 Day Profit Lounge, but I can't yet because I'm uh, waiting on the programmer. So whenever I do um, experiment with Instagram story ads I will definitely update you as soon as possible I'll probably go in the 90-day profit lounge group and actually give you all the numbers and all the insight that way all of you guys can like look at that data and see for your own business how that will help you but um, I have heard uh, one of my friends Tyler McCall he was doing Instagram story ads and so he was actually getting 11 cent leads for his webinar and his webinar was converting very, very well. So I think that Instagram story ads, you should definitely be testing. Like if you ever have a question for, is this a better conversion for this or this, always do the test. Um, I'm always testing on different ads and I actually haven't even ran Instagram story ads for clients yet. So I literally have no data, which is so crazy for me because usually I'm like the first one to jump on the ads since I basically run Facebook, Google, pinterest and uh instagram ads every day all day right but yes great question though emily okay so now we have answered all four questions and we're gonna really dive into the answers so obviously the first question is what do i sell we don't really need to analyze that as much unless we need to go so 90 day profit lounge okay how can i monetize that in the best way possible jot down ideas like i'm gonna upsell within the lounge Uh, to coaching okay cool so I'm gonna like map out little things like that right or um, the courses for the Academy how can I uh, up level this process on selling I can create a funnel to all the courses and then another funnel from the courses to the lounge okay cool so that's how all of that intermingles together so really analyze what you're selling and then how you can sell it in the best simplified way possible And that is not the most simplified way possible to actually sell, Uh, but I do think it's gonna be totally worth all the effort. So once you answer, or once you look at your answers to that first question, which is what are you selling? Really analyze, is this the best way that I could be selling it? And then jot down your ideas. Okay, now this is where we're gonna be putting the letters with systemize, automate, and outsource, S-A-O, S-A-O. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Making sure the letters are right. Okay, so then we're gonna look at the how will I connect. So that's your community builders. Look at your community builders, what did you answer? Um, so Instagram stories. Okay, can I outsource, systemize, or automate Instagram stories? No, I cannot do any of this, but I can make a system around it to make sure that it reminds me to have an Instagram story. Honestly, this is secondhand nature to me. I'm always on Instagram stories, so I'm just going to not put a letter by this one. And then where it says Instagram Live, Facebook Live, can I automate? systemate systemate systemize or outsource okay I can definitely create a system around Instagram live and Facebook live because i do not currently have a really solid system around my live schedule so obviously I need to put that as s I need to make sure to systemize that can I outsource anything with this um, I can outsource any graphics I need but really that's not necessary and then can I automate this not really so that is a uh, Instagram live, Facebook live. Okay, now how does that, um, now Facebook group, can I automate, systemize, or outsource? I definitely need to a, a relook at my systems that I have for my Facebook group. I definitely need to, I already am outsourcing a lot of the community building and uh, management of the Facebook group, the Market Beautifully community. Uh, Maddie's in there, she's an admin and she's fantastic. She accepts most of the community members there for me so I don't have to worry about that. She keeps track of how people are seeing the She's tracking people, like, how are they going to the Facebook group? She keeps an Excel spreadsheet of that, um, which actually we're going to stop doing because we have enough data at this point. um, And that's really all I needed. But she did do that. And then uh, let's see what else. uh, Automate. Oh, can I automate anything within the Facebook group? Yes, I automate all the scheduled Facebook posts and I create a system around automating it. Okay, so I'm putting an S and an O and an A by that community builder, uh, which is really good. If you can put an S and an O and an A around anything on this list, then you just don't need to take it off because it is worth your time. Not true if you don't have a passion about it, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, so that's a big one. Now we're through with the community builders. So you're going to analyze each community builder, figure out if you can systemize, automate, or outsource any of it now you're going to your third question which is what content do you put out what kind of content are you putting out and this is where you become a media company so my podcast can i systemize automate or outsource this i've created systems around my podcast um and i've if you've been in a for the entrepreneur student then you know my whole editorial calendar which is All a huge system that I use and that a lot of the a lot of the students have completely copied because it's been so incredible. Hey, Leslie. And so that's something that I've done. And then with podcasting, okay, now, can I automate any of it? Um, Not really. I can't really automate it, but I can do a heavily heavy system for it. And then can I outsource? Yes. Maddie is actually the podcast manager. She's fantastic. So what Maddie does is. She takes the audio, the graphics, and the video that I've created, and then she just makes sure that it gets out in the world and makes sure that all of the magic happens. She makes the show notes. She does all of that awesome stuff for me. Um, so, yes, I do outsource that. So I'm putting an S and an O by podcast, which is the content The content, uh, piece. Okay, now blogging. Oh, Okay, so I'm putting a timeline on this because I'm not starting until quarter two. So, in quarter two, I'm going to have to do a heavy system. I have to relook at the system. Um, and then I'm going to outsource parts of the blogging. I might even hire a ghostwriter. Who knows? Um, that's going to be reevaluated. So, I'm setting a date in my Asana calendar to reevaluate how I'm going to do the blog system because I don't even want to think about it now. So, uh, that is a note in my uh, on my question answer sheet. And then I go to YouTube. I'm basically outsourcing. Maddie's the YouTube manager. She does all of that stuff. And then I have a system of how we're uploading YouTubes. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. So that is my system, automate, and outsource for the content. You kind of get the feel of this. So, and I don't know if you can see this. This is actually my sheet of paper right here. You can see that. Um, And that's what it looks like. It's literally a scrap piece of paper, guys. And I am just answering these questions and making notes. That is it. Uh, What's a ghostwriter? A ghostwriter, that's a great question. A ghostwriter is someone that writes your blog for you, but you don't have to credit them. So you're hiring them to basically write a blog post. And um, I actually did do this last year. I had a ghostwriter on staff, Um, But it was actually a terrible outsourcing experience, and I didn't outsource for a while after that um, because she stole my money. So that was crazy. Really be careful who you give your money to. Um, So I haven't hired a ghostwriter since then, but I am thinking about doing that for 2018. Yes. Awesome. So now we're going to go to the fourth question, which is social media and our traffic drivers. So What was your answer to question four, which is what is your traffic drivers? You're going to literally go through every single one of your traffic drivers and really analyze okay, how can I systemize, automate, and outsource any of these tasks? So I'm going to go through just a few of them uh, real quick to kind of show you how I'm going to do that. Um, Let's say Pinterest. Okay, so Pinterest is a big one. I have not only created a system, um, but I've also automated it and I've outsourced Pinterest. So my system is that. Pinterest is now on my monthly checkup list. And then I'm also creating systems around the ad strategy. So I do a lot of promoted pins on Pinterest that lead down to uh, like my tripwire funnels. Awesome. So then I've also automated Pinterest with board booster, which I'm creating a program called Pinterest for the entrepreneur that shows you exactly how I've automated my entire Pinterest strategy. And I still have, you know, like hundreds of thousands of views, right? And then also I've outsourced Pinterest where Maddie, again, (laughs) can you tell Maddie does everything here? Uh, Man, Maddie's great. So Maddie is, she's the one that keeps all my secret boards stocked um, to make sure that everything is going. And then she also just does Pinterest check-ins, looks at the Pinterest analytics, keeps me up to date on anything that's changing or just any ideas she has about Pinterest. And I've actually created a system for us to meet over Pinterest during our weekly huddle meetings that we have on Thursday mornings. So that is the Pinterest, uh, the Pinterest SOA. I feel like I need to come up with a with a formula, like the SOA formula or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel like I need to? I'm not sure. I feel like I need to. So, okay, so now ads. Uh, yeah, my ads, I do not have a system around this. This is more, I plan out my ad strategy and my systems within each launch. Um, so that's all I do for that. I started to use Board Booster in November, and it's magical. Yes, it is so magical, and there are some really cool ways, cool things that you can do with Board Booster too um, that I'm talking about in the pictures for the entrepreneur. Besides just scheduling, like creating a campaigns and doing it like in a specific way, it is so neat and so mind blowing. Okay, so then YouTube channel, which I've talked about, um, we're actually researching YouTube SEO right now, uh, Maddie and I, so that we can make sure that all the traffic um, from YouTube is actually going to the right place, because that is something that I've struggled with lately, is, uh, like, one of my uh, videos is, like, over 11,000 views right now, and I literally am not sending the traffic to the right place. It just randomly blew up on YouTube, and people, there's, like, hundreds of comments, and i and nothing was in the description like nothing um so that was totally my fault and just a little mess up on my end that would have been avoided so that's something i'm really doing on more systems around youtube i'm still pinning on my own so i need to set up board booster oh melanie you definitely need to set up board booster um i actually have a uh, a link for board booster that gives you two thousand three pins It is incredible, and I believe you can get that at marketbeautifully.com slash boardbooster. Um, So let me see if I, I believe I've already set up that link, but you can get 2,003 pins. It is fantastic. Um, I'm going to put that right here to make sure that link works after this live video. Cool. Okay, so, and then Facebook group, we've already talked about that, and Facebook page, we have a whole system around the Facebook page that is incredible, and uh, Maddie, of course, is, that's completely outsourced, so the Facebook page, Maddie is doing that um, 100%, I do not have to worry about updating the Facebook page, and I am really going simple here, so... Um, on your site now to see if I can find it. Yeah, just go to marketbeautifully.com slash booster and see if that works, Melanie. If it doesn't, let me know, and I will send, uh, I will actually post it on Instagram stories, and then I'll also send you a direct DM. So, yeah, awesome. Um. Okay, so Facebook, okay, so whenever you're looking at your traffic drivers, one more thing that I want to mention is that when you're looking at your traffic drivers, make sure that you're looking, like, how can you simplify this? Like, how can you make it to where you do not want to rip your hair out by the end of the week, month, quarter, or year, right? We do not want that. And that is something that I struggle with majorly. So how can you make sure that these traffic drivers are, are simplified? And that's why on my Facebook page, yeah, it's going to be a traffic driver, but what am I doing? I'm literally only posting when podcast episodes go live, and Maddie's just doing that for me. She's just putting the image, the copy, posting it, done. That's it, like I'm making it so simple. Could I get really extravagant with my Facebook page strategy? Yes, I definitely could, but I'm not going to because my attention is way better somewhere else in my business and I think it's so easy to get caught up in oh, but this and this and I've read this Facebook page course or read this Facebook page blog. Like No, stick to this plan stick to this plan and stick to money making activities. Okay, cool. So if we have stuck to all the activities that surround these four answers to these four questions, you will be working on money making things. That is amazing. That is what we want, right? Awesome. So that is the main premise of it. And then from there, you can get super detailed Um, which I have here so you can get super clear on, on what you want to be working on in 2018. Like for me, um, I'm going to be looking at this constantly and going, okay, what activity is this? Does it actually fall into these four answers to these four questions? Does it make everything more complicated? If it does, no. So I'm going to be prioritizing what I'm working on so much better than I was before, which is very very important um so this is definitely going to help me and i'm actually going to print it out and make it a lot prettier than what it is right now because (laughs) it's not that pretty right now but it's okay it will be um no link girlfriend let me know when it's up so i can check that out awesome okay i will definitely get that link working then whenever i get off so that you can get two thousand three pins from board booster awesome Okay, so I want to let's see. Yes, I want to make sure that your time investment and all the energy that you're putting is in the right place. And it's ROI positive. Um, I think that is so important. And so that is why. I wanna show you with my major takeaways with these four answers to these four questions and then we are done, which is so exciting uh, because then you can do this all on your own and map it all out and it's so much fun. At least I find this fun. I hope you do. Um, but one of the major takeaways that I had when I was answering these questions for my business was um, on Tuesday mornings from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., I will be creating content and the only tasks I can do I'm like literally limiting myself to so the only task that I can do from Tuesday to 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. is blog creation, outlining live videos, and outlining podcast episodes. That is literally it. I am not allowed to do anything else from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Um, and I think that is super important because me, I, I need to block off my time better. And I'm, I really struggle with this. So... I am now learning to really block off my time in way better ways and so one of those ways is okay now on my Google Calendar I'm and you know if you've been an Asana for the Entrepreneur student you know I don't talk about actually integrating Google Calendar with Asana and that's what I found. I found out this whole system based on this of okay when can I block off time and then have an Asana task associated with what I blocked off on my Google calendar so like let's say um like this these Tuesday morning so Tuesday mornings on my Asana calendar under the my task calendar I will have uh, content creation tiger time or whatever okay so then on that task then I'm gonna have a checklist of create blog post for how to do a successful Instagram story whatever I'm making that up Um, but then I'll have like a checklist and then from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'll just try to knock out as much as I can to that checklist and it's blocked off in my Google Calendar so that's how I'm gonna start doing it more and I I'm gonna see how well this works but I think it's gonna be amazing See, another thing that um, was a major takeaway for me is that I need to to have uh, better systems around my meetings. So for me, I have Maddie. Um, I actually don't have near as many team members as I did a month ago um, because I literally only have one now instead of four. But uh, I definitely wanted to downsize and condense because I think it was necessary from going from agency to membership site-based. But for you, if you do not have someone on your team, I still think this is important. I still think you should have weekly meetings and weekly checkups with yourself and also monthly meetings and monthly checkups for yourself. So what I've done is I've actually have it to where um, every quarter, I've scheduled that off on Google Calendar every month and then every week, I have a specific checklist that I cover. And on Google Calendar, I've blocked off that time to where okay let me pull up my evernote here because i can like specifically tell you um exactly what i'm doing let's see yeah okay so every single month um i am the first day of every month this is this is on my task list i need to check on the podcast schedule um and then i need to check on the blog schedule look at monthly projects based on quarterly goals i need to check in on pinterest schedule non-launch related live videos if needed track stats monthly review and goals and then i'm going to set a timer for 30 minutes to complete all these tasks the first day of every single month that is on my google calendar and then i have a checklist of all those things that i just listed off uh in asana that way when i go to the google calendar and i see Oh, okay, from 8.30 to 9 o'clock this morning, i need to do this because it's uh, February 1st. Then I'm just going to check them off, set a timer, get them done as, as fast as possible, and then move on to the next task that I have in Asana, right? So um, that's something that was like a major takeaway for me because I've never done that before to where, like I've obviously done monthly tasks before, but not that systemized and i i was wasting so much time at the beginning of every month doing all these tasks but i just created a system around it and it is incredible um how amazing that has been so then something that i'm doing uh bi-monthly is i'm scheduling facebook group posts and this is going in my google calendar as well before it went in my asana and i know i teach asana i shouldn't be doing this but i'm just going to be super honest with you right now I would put it in my asana and then it would get pushed back and it is so easy in a sauna to just like move over, move over, right? Oh my gosh, it's so terrible. So, um, if I put it in my Google Calendar, I can't just change the day. It's I don't know why it's a psychology thing for me, but I actually have to do it. Like, it says that I, on Friday from 9 to 10 a.m., I need to schedule those Facebook group posts for the next two weeks. So that's going to be a bi-monthly task that I'm going to have in my Google Calendar and Asana. And then um, also a bi-monthly task is scheduling out my Instagram post. I use the app Plan with two Ns. Christy Lawrence created the app. She's from Sydney, Australia. She's basically one of my favorite people on this planet. You're going to love the app. It's so beautifully created. And you're also just going to love her if you ever meet her. She's just a fantastic person, and she was episode eight, I believe, on the Market Beautifully podcast. She talks about visual marketing on Instagram. She's just fantastic. You're going to love her. Okay, and then I've also systemized my weekly meetings with Maddie, and this is where I would like you, even if you don't have anyone on your team, I still want you to have a weekly meeting with yourself to, like, check in with yourself. So, for instance, with uh, Maddie and I, so Maddie and I, we I'm gonna we're gonna go over client projects together. Um, because I do have I only literally have two clients that I'm working with in 2018. That is it. And then also we're gonna have weekly meetings with Maddie over Market Beautifully, and then I'm gonna break down what that means, which means Market Beautifully Pinterest, Market Beautifully Podcast, Market Beautifully Blog, Market Beautifully TV. You know all the different departments underneath my brand Market Beautifully. And then we're gonna have a weekly meeting over 90 Day Profit Lounge. So we're gonna have those meetings where you're like. 30 minutes and like knock out a bunch of stuff. So that means that she has to come to the meeting prepared with all of these notes on, okay, how is this client doing? How is her Pinterest account performing? Is her analytics looking good? Is there anything dropped? Can we do anything? And then, okay, is market beautifully Pinterest TV blog? How is that doing? You know, all that stuff. She's going to have to come prepared with stats and numbers um, ahead of time. And then we're just going to nail it down, right? Um, So that's what those weekly meetings are going to look like and we have them or we're going to have them on the same day and at the same time pretty much every single week unless something comes up like her or I get sick. So that's what that looks like and I hope um, that helps. I think it's definitely important for you to have these weekly meetings with yourself. Just look at the different departments of your business. Everyone has different departments like Emily. Emily has her YouTube channel, which I would consider her video department. and then she has her marketing department. How is her funnels performing? How is her passive income looking? And then she has her service department, which is her clients, which is her weddings. How is that looking? What can I review? What stats can I track each week? How can I review this over myself? How can I get better? All that stuff, right? So have those weekly meetings and put a timer on it. Schedule it for this amount of time, right? Um, so that that definitely helps. And then also I, um, a big takeaway was, Regular maintenance tasks, that's something um, that I definitely uh, need to make sure. That is on my Asana. If you're using Asana, uh, first of all, fantastic. Pat yourself on the back and just pop the confetti because Asana is perfect, right? But (laughs) for real though, if you're using Asana... And you check off a task you can make it towards a recurring task so for me it's Facebook group engagement so Facebook group engagement I have as a daily task and I make sure that I respond that I comment to pretty much every single thing in my Facebook groups and I definitely fall short on this um, I do pretty much comment on everything but not every single day sometimes it takes me two to three days to comment on everything um, but I that is my goal at the end of every day So this is something where I check it off in my Asana, and then as soon as I check it off, like let's say I checked it off on a Tuesday morning, it would duplicate the task to Wednesday. So then on whenever I came to my calendar on Wednesday, I could just see that task again, check it off, then it would go to Thursday, right? So um, that's that's something that I do. And then also um, I'm basically creating better systems to manage Maddie and make sure that she's on task and on schedule and better ways to communicate with her um, because I definitely had my systems down with communication and scheduling when I had was had an agency Now that I do not, this is a completely different field. Um, It is crazy how you go from client-based to not client-based and how different those systems look. So we're creating new systems together. Uh, Maddie and I are working on that. Also, one quick thing. You will also have different ideas for projects to work on to make these things happen. Like to make the blog happen, I'm going to do a website tweaks. Uh, so I have that as a project. So look at the projects you need to create to make all of these answers to these four questions the best it can be. OK, <sighs> fresh, fresh breath, like not a fresh breath, <laughs> deep, deep breath, a new breath, take a breath. <laughs> that was a lot. That was so much and oh my gosh, you guys stuck with me and I'm so proud of you because I know that was a crap ton. Now, are there any questions at all about this method? Okay, so Emily says, I'm obsessed with this method, systems are life. Yes, systems are life and systems are profitable. Most importantly, systems are profitable. Just to recap, You basically ask yourself these four questions. What do I sell? Get super specific with these answers, by the way. What do I sell? How will I connect? What content do I put out? And then social media traffic drivers. What are my social media or traffic drivers? Once you have an answer to these questions, you look at all these answers separately and you say, can I systemize? Can I automate or can I outsource any of those? And then after that, you're going to look at, okay, now what systems can I do better at, which I went through all the systems that I was doing, and then also what projects do I need to be working on this year, this quarter, this month, this week, this day, to make sure all this stuff happens as smoothly as possible.